When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Ten twenty-one here on SENZ in the mornings. At its panel time, and this morning we've got—I won't call it a contest, but uh, these two blokes both live in Auckland uh, because that's their place of work at the moment. But uh, Guy Havelt is from Christ College. Ollie Ritchie is from Christchurch Boys High School. Now, if you're ever going to have a debate about two schools in New Zealand, and they'll expect it to fire up a wee bit. Uh, this will be the one. This will be the one. So I'll be interested in this. So uh, being from Christ, being from Christ College, you are uh, the well-to-do one, Guy Havelt. You can wait. You can wait, and we'll give Ollie Ritchie uh, from the, the school of hard knock, the school of hard knocks at Christchurch, where we do it tough, and you know, in the public school area. Uh, Ollie, uh, you can have first crack at um, uh, a lady. I just, I mean, I, I make no apologies for this. I can't stop admiring Sophie Pascoe. I just can't. And last night. The drama around it all was just phenomenal. Absolutely. Alfie Rapetto to you, Guy. Well, I've got you on the line. Great to be with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, she's just incredible, isn't she? She she continues to go from strength to strength. And even in that race last night, you could see how absolutely shattered she was afterwards. And she looked shattered coming into that last kind of 50 metres, 25 metres. But, you know, the mental resolve she has to find another gear when... Uh, most athletes would probably fade. Is, it's just incredible. So, yeah, absolutely in, in awe of what uh, Sophie Pascoe has achieved and continues to achieve uh, in the pool. Dame Sophie, uh, we're picking Guy Havelt. That's uh, got to come to pass, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I would have thought so, Smithy. Just just quickly back to the, the Christ College, Christchurch Boys High thing. Uh, we're, we're, we're on a two-match winning streak in the first 15 contest at the moment. So, um We've got one up on, on, on Richie and his boys. But, um, yeah, I, I think it has to be Dame Sophie, doesn't it? I mean, look at what she's done. What is that, 11, is it? Or am I losing counters as well? Anyway, whatever it is, gold medals. I mean, it is that ridiculous that you can't keep count anymore. Um, she is just so good. And, and not only, you know, I, 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 do, I do struggle sometimes with how much we get caught up in the knighthoods and the damehoods and that sort of thing. But considering what other people who have been knighted in the sporting arena have achieved for, I dare say, a bit less than what she has. Uh, and, and more than that, the way that she carries herself outside of the pool, she is a, a real inspiration to a lot of people, and, and not, not necessarily just, just kids, but a lot of people who are going through or have been through similar things to what she had to do, you know, life-altering uh, situations in terms of their body and that sort of thing, disabilities, whatever it might be. 
she's been an inspiration to them, and, and, and I really think that that goes a long way to determining the type of um, the type of individual that she is, and the type of person that we should celebrate uh, in terms of our our sporting uh, endeavours in New Zealand. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I'm expecting, uh, and I shouldn't be selfish like this, but she's actually got her favourite event, the one she likes the most this afternoon. Goodness me. Um, who's going to bet against uh, gold medal number 12? Uh, look, less than inspiring last night, Guy Havelt, were the Black Caps. Now, they picked a, a number of squads to go overseas to play in various countries so they could get through the COVID scenario, uh, make sure that there wasn't too much stress on too many players, and then, of course, mm. head to the T20 World Cup. Uh, last night was not a good start. Uh, predictably, it was going to be tough, but that was pretty average performance. Very average performance, really. Um, yeah, with the, I was expecting a little bit more than that with the bat. I don't think they were too bad with the ball, but when you've only got 60 to bowl at, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an impossible task. Uh, yeah, very disappointing. I wasn't expecting a lot, I'll be honest, for this tour. And, and to be honest, um, it, it's not something that, that will stick with me. I mean, yeah, bowled out for 60, and, and, and we should be critiquing that, and it was it was very, very bad. Uh, a, a lot of poor shots, not much discipline in terms of how they played. But in saying that, it's a meaningless series. Um, I know they're building towards the T20 World Cup, but this is a chance to, to give some guys an opportunity to rest some other players. Um, and so I'm not going to read too much into it. Look, I, I think they'll lose the series maybe 4-1, maybe even 5-0. Um, and, and, and that still won't shock me that much, and it still won't really upset me too much either. Um, I think there's a lot of growth in this team still to go. Uh, I think it's, it's great that these some of these players are getting an opportunity. It wasn't a great performance last night, absolutely, but um, I don't think we should get too caught up on it too much. Is that how you feel about it, uh, Ollie? I'm, I'm uh, being a little bit you know, closer to it in terms of you know um, being a, a former black cap. I'm not that sure. I'm, I'm overly happy about the fact that you're prepared to lose um, um, for the sake of the long haul. I, I, I thought there was enough depth there to make sure that perhaps might not happen. Yeah, and, and bowled out for, for 63 or what, whatever it was. When I think you, when you have the caliber of players you do in that. Team. Yes, it's a B team. Yes, these guys aren't T20 specialists. But I did expect a bit more from the likes of Henry Nichols, Tommy Latham, Colin de Grandhomme. You know, you, these guys have been around the traps a long time, and to be skittled in the manner in which they which they were for for sixty odd, sixty three was was hugely disappointing. Um, I've got massive questions about Colin de Grandhomme and the mentality that he has, and the mindset that he sometimes has at the crease. The manner in which he gets out, not just in T20 cricket, but uh, across the board is becoming quite concerning, I would think, um, for New Zealand cricket. He just doesn't seem to have much of a plan and the way in which he just tried to kind of hit it out of the ground a few balls into his innings last night when he'd just seen three of his teammates skittled in the manner in which they were uh, is is quite concerning. Um, So, yeah, I'd, I'd hope that we can turn it around relatively quickly. Um, some positive signs with the ball, for sure. Uh, but when you've got some of those experienced heads that we do have, you know, Tommy Latham, Henry Nichols, Colin de Grandhom, Tom Blundell, these guys have been around the traps for a while now. Um, you would hope for a bit better than 63 all out. Just on de Grandhom, what, 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 what's Daryl Mitchell? What's Daryl Mitchell, if I can just quickly, what's Daryl Mitchell ever done wrong? And, and why... Why isn't he getting the opportunity now as, as the incumbent all-rounder? I mean, every time he puts on the black cap or the black shirt or whatever it might be, he seems to excel. I mean, 
I'm with Ollie on that. I would have thought someone, particularly Mitchell, would have been a better option than De Gronholm. I know he's given so much for the Black Caps, and overall he's performed pretty well and got us out of some sticky situations. But mm. for me, his time is his time's ticking pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I, I can um, sympathise with that. I, I'm, I actually get very frustrated when you see players who have got immense natural skills in a sport and they continue to let themselves down. And by doing that in the team sport, they continue... Uh, to let the team down, you, you you start to run out of patience in terms of their uh, their strike rate, just how often they come off. And Colin de Gronholm uh, easily fills into that bracket for me. Uh, he is just he just uh, he just I don't get it. I mean, uh, he makes when he when he plays when sometimes when he bats, he makes the game look so damn easy. Um, you know, he's got big buckets of hands. He can catch anything. Uh, you know, he can swing the ball. He, he should be just a fixture. Pretty much in every team on on the attributes that he's got, but he isn't, uh, and, and he's not. He can't be relied upon, mm-hmm. and I, I I just I wonder about that. And so do fellow commentators. I, I got to say, guys um, uh, around the world uh, who look at that uh, natural ability and say, oh, wow, well, where does it go wrong? Perhaps it's in the hair. Uh, perhaps it's in the haircut. Uh, look, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. It would never be. Hey, it would never be. How about a haircut like that at Christ College, for God's sake? Eh? What would happen? Yeah, you'd be, you'd be expelled from Christ College. <laughs> 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 we, we might, I've often, because one of my great uh, colleagues, of course, uh, during my, my playing time was John Wright, of course, uh, uh, alumni, Christ College. And I could never, yep. I could never, people used to say to me, see, ask Wrighty this question, maybe uh, at some stage in the future, not necessarily this morning, Guy, but you might ask, what, what is it, what is it uh, with, uh, with Christ College and, and, and Golden Syrup? I, I've never been able to get the answer to that uh, out of out of righty. So um, I, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to come up with an answer for me, guy. After the 10:30 news, we'll we'll concentrate on the All Blacks. But it's always been a ponderance. It's always been a ponderance. Big talk, big opinions. The panel. It's 10.32 as the panel continues here on SENZ in the morning. I hope Guy Havel has stayed with us, but in the meantime, while we try to get him back, we'll, uh, we'll get Ollie Ritchie, we'll get Ollie Ritchie to, to talk about the All Blacks and change the subject to something deadly serious here. Um, look, uh, your All Black backline. Give us your All Black back, your starting backline for Sunday night, 6 o'clock New Zealand time. Please, Ollie Ritchie, please. <laughs> I'll try and um, yeah, I'll, I'll try and get things back on track. Yes, Smitty, we might end up with a BSA complaint. <laughs> otherwise, um, uh, yeah. Look, I, I think you'd put Bowden Barrett straight into the into the first five role. Obviously, um, I'd really like to see Brad Weber given a start at halfback. I think he's been excellent for the Chiefs, and he's proved himself and uh, what limited time he has had uh, in the black jersey. And with Aaron Smith away, um, I think the the easy approach is just to put. PJ Pettinata uh, in there, and I'm not saying PJ is not deserving of that, but I'd really like to see them give Brad Weber a start and give him a bit more game time uh, at an international level. Outside of that, David Harvey, who's been one of the All Blacks' best this year, uh, I would slot uh, Christchurch Boys High School old boy Anton Leonard Brown straight outside him. They've, they've formed quite a handy wee pairing uh, in the midfield and, and look to be going from, from strength to strength. Uh, I'd probably move. Rico back to the left wing. I think he was really good against the Wallabies and probably doesn't deserve to drop out of the starting 15, even if he does drop out of the midfield. Uh, and then Will Jordan and um, and Damien McKenzie to, to round out the back line is what I would go with. Although I'd be happy to see Geordie Barrett get a, get a go as well, actually. So 
maybe I'll swap Damien out for Geordie. Guy, how do you feel about that? Yeah, uh, I was looking at the at the squad again this morning. It's an interesting one for me. I, I just look at, at the guys that you kind of. Uh, well, that I wouldn't leave out the guys that you can't really leave out. For me, that that's that's Bowden Barrett at ten, obviously, uh, and then I, I would also have David Havili in the midfield, and then I can't leave Will Jordan or Geordie Barrett out of my side. So those two guys, Jordan probably on the wing, uh, and Geordie Barrett at fullback, and then you just kind of pick the pieces around them. I'm, I'm like Ollie; I'd like to see Brad Weber start. I think he's well and truly proven over the past few years that, that he is the second best halfback in the country behind Aaron Smith. Um, he's got a great passing game, got, got a great vision for the game. Um, yeah, I, I, I particularly like him at halfback. And then, yeah, you just kind of slot, slot the rest. I mean, maybe maybe Rico on the wing. I, I don't think Sevo Reese has done a lot wrong. I think he's been pretty solid. Look, the back line isn't really the problem, is it? I think it's the forwards that are possibly the issue for the All Blacks here. But, um, yeah, I'd, 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 I, I would go with those guys um, in, in my back line. OK, well, Guy, here's a text from Brian. I'm not sure if you know Brian, but he might know you. He says, uh, good morning, Ian. Could you... No, 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 it's not about this. Uh, could you please ask Guy how disappointed he is at the naming of Artie Sevier as All Black captain? I'm, I'm not quite sure where he's coming from here. Enlighten us. Well, I, 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 it might be with my comments. Uh, I think I said to you yeah. maybe a week or so ago around um, around. Uh, look, I, I, I just I just think off the field. I, I don't really think he carries himself as an All Blacks captain. Um, uh, I'll repeat what I said to you the other day. I, I just think that that an All Blacks captain shouldn't be picking fights with journalists on social media. I, I just think that's a that's a bizarre way for a professional rugby player to go about things, particularly with stories that have been accurate and have been fair. And, and I mean these ones around wearing a mouth guard. That's a world rugby rule that you have to wear a mouth guard. He got picked apart for that and completely fair enough. And, and then he was having a crack at journalists about the story around Josh Ioane having a party um, that, that, that neighbours were complaining about. And again, that's a fair story. And for me, I just don't, I just don't think an All Blacks captain should be sitting there behind a keyboard picking fights with journalists over, over completely fair stories. So that's where I'm coming, coming from with that. Okay, that's uh, cleared that up, and actually, I remember that too. Now we just had so many. Uh, uh, no, we've had so many panelists uh, with their opinions on all, on all black captain uh, uh, that, um, that your one slipped my mind. But no, you've you've rejigged me there. Um, let's uh, change the, the topic uh, to tennis, shall we? It's the U.S. Open. Very strong at tennis too. Uh, Christ College, I hear. Um, but this um, thing um, uh, about the the U.S. Open without some of its superstars is it uh, for you, Ollie Ritchie, a little bit underwhelming so far? Are you are you into it at this point? Uh, to, to me, Smithy, any tournament and, and Havels will hate this, but any tournament without Roger Federer uh, <laughs> is a bit underwhelming. Um, and and throw in the fact that that Raff is not there on the men's side of the draw, and yet does take it off a bit. Um, being a massive Federer fan myself, I really don't want to see Novak Djokovic surpass him uh, for the most Grand Slams of all time. Although at the moment it looks like a a matter of when, not if that'll happen. Um, I think we need to see a few a few upsets. You know, like I'll I'll start taking interest if. Some of those guys who are maybe the next tier down, you know, your, you know, your Daniel Medvedevs and your Stefano, Stefano Sitsabas, those guys start to upset the lights of Djokovic's and then can prove themselves as Grand Slam winners. Um, certainly on the men's side of the draw, I think that would make things a lot more interesting. Probably better on, on the women's. You know, we've got Naomi Osaka there, Ash Barty uh, is still there. So some really 
really big names on the women's side of the draw. Uh, but yeah, particularly on the men's side, I think it is a little bit underwhelming. Nice to see Andy Murray fire up the other day, though. That was enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, it was. And uh, predictably, of course, we saw Kyrgios fire up for exactly uh, the wrong reasons, but he always tends to do that for you. <laughs> uh, for you, Guy, uh, chairman of the uh, Roger Federer New Zealand branch fan club, um, how do you feel about it thus far? I'm definitely not the chairman of that club, Smithy. Don't you worry about that. I'm happy to pass on that mantle. Uh, look, I, I, look, this is a this is a, a bit of a, a uh, an insight, I suppose, into what tennis is about to be like. Men's tennis, I'm meaning. When when Federer, Nadal, and I know Djokovic is playing at this tournament, but when those three guys move on, and look, I, I like watching Sitsipas play. I like watching Medvedev play. I like watching Zverev play. But we are about to go from. Probably, I think definitely, the greatest era in men's tennis uh, in terms of those three guys going hammer and tongs at each other, almost Grand Slam and Grand Slam out. Every, every time there's a Grand Slam, it was those three. And then when Andy Murray was at his peak, him as well. Uh, we're about to go from that to, uh, I, I think, a selection of players who, who don't really bring uh, a lot of excitement to the game. I mean, they're good, but they're just not... They're not Federer, they're not Nadal, and they're not Djokovic. And you know, I think tennis is about to go through a little bit of a lull uh, in terms of possibly its interest, and, and hopefully those three big names can just cling on a little bit longer and, and just keep us keep bringing us that excitement. I know Djokovic is doing it, but obviously Federer can't seem to get past the semi-finals of a Grand Slam anymore, and that's a bit sad um, in terms of the game. Uh, and hopefully Nadal can keep going as well because I just feel like men's tennis is, uh, just needs them to just keep plugging along for a little bit to, to keep the interest going. Oh, Ollie, I just wonder, um, Moana Pacifica have some uh, major announcements coming up uh, next week in terms of uh, where they're going to play, some of their players have contracted and Who's uh, going to coach them? Have you heard a scoop or anything on, on who do you think might be uh, their inaugural coach? Um, well, the name that I'm hearing, and I'm sure a lot of other people are hearing, is Aaron uh, Major. Um, has has been thrown around as as probably their first um, their first coach, which will, which would be an interesting call for mine. Um, you know, he's kind of battled a little bit, really, hasn't he? And and he coaching since he part of the Crusaders as an assistant and he, he didn't have too much luck down at the Highlanders but you know maybe a fresh challenge is what Aaron Major needs taking on a brand new team um, which will have a brand new squad of players and, and into a brand new tournament that is Super Rugby Pacific it can be a really exciting time for rugby and, and Pacific inclusion in Super Rugby is, is long overdue so it's great that they're, they're finally getting their time um, and so yeah maybe this is the, the challenge uh, that Aaron Major needs to to almost kind of kickstart his coaching career uh, again. Just finally, uh, Guy Havelt, um Unfortunately, of course, um, well, I won't say unfortunately because it's a great city, but at the moment uh, it's under lockdown uh, level four. Auckland, of course, I'm talking about Northland as well. Maybe they'll get out uh, very shortly. But um, do you miss your golf, mate? I mean, some people around the country are actually <laughs> able to get out and, and play and. You know, uh, within their bubble, of course, and uh, under strict regulations. But uh, are you missing it? Yeah. Yeah, massively. Uh, particularly on a day like today. I mean, look outside the window at the moment, and it's a beautiful, clear blue day. There's there's absolutely no wind. It is the perfect day for golf. So, yeah, 
I am missing it, and I've spoken to a few people, um, and I know you know level four and that, and, and, and there are strict rules around that. But a lot of people in golf say that you know you could easily play golf under level four, um, particularly if you just go out in singles and that sort of thing. Uh, I, I would like to see that. I don't think it will happen, and I can understand why. But uh, yeah, I do miss it. I do miss it. I think my game will be very rusty when I do finally get back out on the fairways. I think so. Um, I, I won't be playing with you first up. Uh, I might just need a little bit of practice <laughs> before before we get out there and have a hit, my friend. But um, yeah, no, I, I hope we can get down to level three or level two soon and, and, and hit the fairways again. It's a beautiful sport. Um, and uh, I hope my game hasn't deteriorated too much over the past few months. Okay, Guy. Hey, thanks very much for... Uh, your input this morning, a lot of fun actually, yeah, and to you too, Ollie as well. Uh, thanks for joining us on the panel. We'll have uh, another one tomorrow morning. Outstanding. So, sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety one.